The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. As a topic, what we're about to talk about, I mean, it might be described as rare in terms of the coverage. I hope in a few minutes you might be able to say, well done. We are talking about steak. And awful, awful puns aside, this is something that people feel very strongly about. The way to cook the perfect steak. Well, apparently, George Vikinis in Athens, in Greece, knows how. He is a physicist. He has published books about the science of cooking. George, you are welcome to the show. Am I right in thinking that the way to cook the perfect steak involves a microwave? Absolutely, you're right. And thank you very much for calling me and uh, inviting me. Yes, I wrote the book Physics in the Kitchen, and I explain everything why the microwave is an important addition to the, um, well, to the kitchen of a good steak cook. So uh, explain the science to me. Why is the microwave important, George? Right. Well, the important thing is to realize that uh, whenever we cook a steak, and especially a beef steak, um, especially a thick one, you know, like we all enjoy, uh, the most important thing is to make sure that the temperature inside, in the, uh, in the deep part of the steak, uh, attains uh, reaches about 62, 63 degrees. That would make it about a medium or a medium rare type of steak. Now, when we fry it or when we put it on a hot plate or anything like that, uh, yes, we, we fry it. We have the mayonnaise re- reaction on the outside. We have a nice browning, lovely smell, lovely aroma and everything. But, however, most of the time it will be almost impossible for the heat to penetrate deep inside to make sure that it reaches 63 degrees. And that's the problem. You see, I enjoy, uh, enjoy a beef steak just like everybody else does. Well, I hope so. A lot of people do anyway. And uh, when I fry it, there's always the problem that, uh, well, if you don't fry it, I don't like putting too much oil. I put uh, just a, a very small amount of butter, actually. So you do get a good thermal conductive surface, a thermal conductivity, but it's never enough to penetrate deep enough. So what I do is a very simple process, a three-stage process over a few minutes, if I may just make a comment, I may, may you know, explain yeah. to you. So uh, what I do is just give it a very quick, very hot plate, very hot frying pan, tiny amount of, of, of butter, and then I just go over it for one minute on either side. Then I stick it in the microwave. Because, see, the one minute on either side without salt, and I'm going to talk about this in a moment, a lot of people put a lot of salt on the surface, which is wrong. It desiccates. It dries the steak. It draws out all the lovely juices from inside. So I, after one minute on the other side, we have a seal. We sealed in the, the juices. And then we put in the microwave. The microwave is an electromagnetic. It's a type of electromagnetic waves, just like light or radio waves. But they penetrate. They penetrate by a centimeter, centimeter and a half sometimes. And so they cook the steak from the inside. So by, after about a minute, a minute and a half, or, you know, depending on the, on the amount of steak and the thickness and the microwave type, then you're going to get a lovely warmth inside, 65 degrees. Then you take it out and put it back on the frying pan. That's the, the secret. So you've got to do it in three stages, a sealing stage, a, an internal heating stage, and then a final a lovely frying stage, or if you like, a searing stage in, in the frying pan. And what, At that moment, you add yeah. the salt and, you know, in, in my country, we put a lot of uh, lemon and we put a little bit of olive oil and we put oregano. And it comes fantastic. Last night we had it and, you know, it's brilliant. 
Yeah, Gary O'Hanlon uh, uh, is with us as well. He is the chef consultant to the O'Sullivan's Group in Paris. Gary, your secret's out. You, you, yourself and your colleagues, you've been microwaving my steak for years. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure George is a very, very smart man, but he's a sick individual is all I can say. <laughs> I'm, not having any, I'm not having any of that. <laughs> I mean, I, I can I can genuinely really appreciate science behind a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like, but and in my view, you know what heating in the microwave is doing there is maybe replicating something that chefs have been saying for many, many, many years. Anytime we'd be on the radio or TV talking about steaks, you've got to have it, at, you know, in in a decent temperature environment. So, about a good hour before you would cook it, Kieran, I would have it out of the fridge. If you envisage yourself at the forty foot and a hot July day, you don't want to go from the stone jumping the edge, jumping straight in. If you can kind of ease your way in, it's always a lot easier. Meat will will tighten up and muscles will tighten up if you bring it from a cold state. So you really got to rest at a good hour and room temperature covered before absolutely agree with you. I also look the thing about the salt or no salt before you cook. That's something that I can I can actually appreciate what George is saying there about it dragging out impurities. Again, I like flavor going all the way in. There's a reason why we marinate things. There's a reason why we season stuff before we cook. If you were to ask Derry Clark, I know Derry likes to season the steak after it's cooked. I think the salt and everything just sits in on a on a on a sealed area. So I like a nice, good flecked Malden rock salt going on top of it. Really good marbling, really good beef. That is going to start to drag moisture and, and fat and, and juices out to the edge. But then a smoking hot cast iron frying pan, steak goes down, press it down into it so not moving around. There's no excess oil. The thing about butter as well, whenever you put in butter and butter on its own, butter is beautiful to finish a steak. But if you try to cook it from scratch, butter burns, butter solids burn very quickly. But you could mm. argue you use clarified butter, but butter is going to burn unless you do a little bit of a butter and oil sort of a combo. So I use no oil at all. I let the natural marbling and the natural fat of the steak create that seal, give it a few minutes, no moving, no shaking, no whatever, turn it over. And a, probably a good, you know, 13, 14-ounce sirloin steak then, when that's cooked, let it rest for about three minutes before you slice into it. All the juices have settled. And again, look... So why, 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 why do you do that? Why do you do that, Gary? Why leave it settle for three minutes? Well, the thing is, is once you if you cut the meat right away, um, there's a lot of activity on the surface of the steak and it's bubbling away. Once you cut it, the juice will immediately pop out. Whether it's a roast in, at, on a Sunday, if it's a roast turkey on Christmas Day, the bigger the piece that you're cooking, the longer you let it rest, the juices that are sealed inside because you've cooked the steak on the nice dry pan, you've created that lovely crust on the outside. You want all those juices to settle. You'll, you'll still get a little element of juice starting to come on the plate after cooking, Kieran. But for the most part, if you were to cut right into it immediately after cooking it, after about two minutes of eating, just look down, there'll be a mixture of uh, moisture, oil, grease, and whatnot, and juices on the plate. It just doesn't look great. So the juices all settle within the meat themselves if you let it rest. I mean, the, the, it sounds delicious, however yeah, you describe it. George, your method, your searing, your microwaving, yeah, your cooking, I mean, are, are there tight margins for error? I'd imagine it's, yeah, I mean, you could make a mess of it in the microwave, couldn't you? 
Well, not, not really a mess because it's just one minute, of course. I mean, I take, I take what Gary says. It's absolutely correct. But the problem is always that in order to get it down to a medium or a medium rare type of cooking, it's very difficult, if you, especially if you don't have a very good surface to, to sit on, a very hot surface. And most of homes, actually, we don't have a very high temperature plates and anything. Perhaps in a, a professional environment, that's going to be a lot easier. But at home, and most of us have a frying pan, and we don't always have a, you know, a hot plate or anything. So a frying pan, you do need to get a, a good surface, a good uh, what we call thermal uh, thermal contact between the, the the meat and the and the frying pan. So a little bit of oil or a little bit of butter helps a lot there. And this is the first thing. But the microwave, I found it that it guarantees you that you're not going to have any free blood. I fully appreciate what Gary says, but of course, you know, when you're cooking, a lot of it is personal preference, isn't it? Especially, you know, with steak and like that. But the sitting at the end of two or three minutes is absolutely correct. I go along with that, of course, mm. absolutely. You've got to, you know, you've got to get the juices well, all settled. Can, 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 we, can we at least then maybe, before we wrap things up, can we agree on one thing? That people <laughs> who go into a restaurant, Gary, uh, like the ones you're working in, and they ask their steak to be cooked well done, they should be shot into the surface of the sun, Absolutely. those people, shouldn't they? I disagree, Gary. Give them what they want. Who am I? No, 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 no. I'm fully against it. Well done steak is a destroyed steak. Sorry. <laughs> Well, uh, Gary, I guess the, the customer's always right on some of it, aren't they? Yeah, whatever. If you're paying your money, it's none of my business how you are. <laughs> the, the, the money's the same colour. The money's the same colour. Gary O'Hanlon, chef consultant to the Osonovans Group in Paris. Uh, George McInnes, who is a physicist and has published books about the science involved in cooking. Listen, gentlemen, thank you both very, very much for joining me here on the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.